Hi, welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. Today I want to talk a little bit about the commodity of being. And I came up with this while I was thinking about a lot of things that I've been seeing in the news, um, including the domestic supply of babies and a lot of legislation that is getting passed or being contemplated, legislation, Supreme Court decisions. And I, the ramifications of some of the things that are going on from a human standpoint, from a compassionate standpoint of uh, trying to really care for people. And the, the loss, I feel, of what that truly means like it's lost on people and it's unfortunate because we live in a cultural structure that commodifies our existence and even with the best of intentions we ourselves reinforce the commodity of being and what I mean by that is that our opinions and our compassion and our ability to show up for other people is commodified. It's like transactional. And more and more people dehumanize people who aren't coming to the bargaining table and it's still a commodity it's still a commodification of being and we exchange on that we exchange we trade on that we feel we take our position and we feel sanctified by it and we lose sight I think of how the other person sees themselves as heroic and compassionate and if we could understand that better, if we came at a place of listening to the fears other people are putting forward when they put forth their opinions, if we brought compassion to the table. So on one hand, you, it's not, the the pro the biggest problem that I see with this commodification of being <clears throat> is that there are real issues brought up by the opposing side things that are true that are not addressed they are glossed over and vilified and we will never come to a good understanding as long as that continues to be the case. And 
It just won't. And we have to move as humanity. Humanity, if humanity could only move from that commodity of being and that transactional polarization and and stop wedging in blindly because it makes people look foolish so the the problem is that let's pick a imaginary political party called um I don't even know let's think of anyway there's political party A political party A is right on all of these issues four issues completely absolutely right on four issues on the fifth issue eh, maybe not so right but takes a strong stance anyway <clears throat> political party B is right on three issues and eh, on two issues but they still hold to the two issues. So what happens is political party A looks at the two issues that political party B has incorrect and goes for the jugular, like ah, da, da, da. And political party B looks at that one issue that political party A has and goes, ah, look, evil. And the blind stance of attacking only those issues and not acknowledging okay look maybe there is a problem here maybe this is correct and then you know I don't like politicians and we need more people in office and less politicians fewer politicians taking roles and the problem then is that people who become politicians become politicians it's unfortunate and the things that made them a great candidate and a good person get exchanged because of this commodity of being. Because the only way to get things done is to make compromises, sometimes soul-killing compromises. And, you know, I've talked with former politicians, people who bowed out because, like, they, man, they were losing their humanity <laughs> trying to juggle the power structures. I mean, we have, there's a whole problem here um, but it comes back to turning a blind eye to one's own stances and the affiliations that we make trying to get something accomplished and glossing over the things that are wrong with it and honestly internally organizations have to do their own housekeeping that's incumbent upon them and to not do your own housekeeping and hold each other in your own groups accountable that's how corruption comes into being so these are kind of some of the things that I'm thinking about
Because there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of pain. And <clears throat> these kind of motivations will never move humanity as a whole to a better place. They will always, operating from fear and operating from anger and operating from grief will never bring humanity to a better place. It will always, always go south. So in our own lives as individuals, refusing the commodity of being to become authentic and to cultivate compassion means to ruthlessly assess blind spots, to examine all the sides of issues, to admit when we don't have an easy conclusion, to cultivate the idea that there's more nuance to a lot of issues than what we get when we are perusing our echo chambers or our social media. Um, and to be brave and courageous to hold the idea that we don't necessarily know the answer <clears throat> and to entertain and try to address the parts of our stances that we don't want to look at without assessing them, without looking at the data. It, that stuff can be used against the very positive actions that we as humanity are trying to accomplish, which is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, or, you know, maybe just earning a good wage to <laughs> be able to pay the bills and have health care. Um, we exchange sometimes our opinion for what do you call it, when, for acceptance in a peer group. For accolades, where people can say, oh yeah, look at you, your thoughts are golden. Because it's hard to come up and say, to be the one who says, but I did see this, there is some truth to that. It's very hard because, <clears throat> especially if, if someone has strong blinders or gets defensive because they feel attacked when a part of the going trend is questioned. And then once the feeling of attack and defensiveness and that whole dynamic begins, people entrench. They don't change their minds. And I, what I see is that 
getting riled up and making big blanket statements and name calling and and all of that it makes other people entrench and when it happens to us we entrench we're like no I'm right there's no way I can be wrong at all which is wrong because people are fallible and so the internal just like an organization a person has to you know really if they want to be authentic and ethical has to evaluate the place that they're coming from uh, the sources where they're getting their their information it was really there's some website that tracks um, uh, journalistic uh, facts and it's got a whole map and it has all the major it has like journalism organizations and it has political think places or whatever and it 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 evaluates them based on like factualness and accuracy and this and the other and it's kind of surprising to kind of go through it's a kind of interactive map and you can click on you know like CNN and find out where it falls on the thing and why and you know there might be like five outlets of this one company they're all journalistic outlets and they fall in different places on the the category I found it really useful to evaluate where I was getting my information from <clears throat> as far as uh, accuracy and all of that so I don't know guys I'm kind of rambling here but what else is new um, <laughs> the commodity of being and the commodity of thought because you know what we think we kind of become and so bringing calm and curiosity and you know dedicating a little bit of time to fact-finding before putting opinions out there and I know people look at me and they're like man that you think and think and think and research and research and you don't say anything you don't take a stance and I feel like that's actually a positive attribute because by the time I take a stance I've really kind of looked at the situation I've tried to listen to multiple voices on it and I've tried to look beyond rhetoric to the feelings because as much as we would like to think that our opinions come from reasoned thought studies show that our emotions drive our decision making and then our brain jumps in and finds the reasons why we feel that way and very few people operate from logic or reason as much as they say they do the studies just don't support that <laughs> so that's my challenge for the week my challenge for the week for myself is to encourage myself to delve and to think about how I craft any stance I might take not to be palatable necessarily but to address the underlying resistance the fears and the emotions behind opposing stances because I really think in the long run that's where progress for humanity as a whole can be made. 
that that's just a thought. It's just one way of coming at it. And, you know, it could be wrong, but I will be evaluating that later. Anyway, this has been another episode of Wendy Says Things. Thanks for tuning in.